Alrighty, folks, we are back. I'm here with Mikey and Jeff, as always, and we're going to be doing a brief preview of the um, uh, Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Pena 2 UFC 277 upcoming card. It's going to be a fucking banger. Um, there's a lot of names that we actually know on this card, so it's going to be very exciting. Uh, starting off, we got Blood Diamond versus Orion Koske. Um, Jeff, you first. What do you know about this fight? Yeah, this is going to be an absolute brawl. If you watch Blood Diamond's last fight, he came out fucking swinging. <laughs> he looked like an absolute animal, dude. He looked awesome. But he did end up losing and getting knocked out after his opponent tripped up <laughs> and yeah. fell to starting off. It was kind of a weird start to that fight, but it was an absolute brawl. Yeah, he's a, he's a very interesting fighter. He's got a super interesting name. Um, yeah, he's, he's just... He like is just wild. He throws a lot of craziness. Uh, Mikey, what do you think about this card or about this fight? Yeah, it's uh, it should be interesting too because this Orion or Ryan, every say his name, he seems to like to do a lot of takedowns. But Blood Diamond, as we all know, changed a city kicks city kickbox, and they are masters of takedown defense. I think that's gonna like make him prevail easily. Yeah, he stays on his feet. It's over. Oh, if they can keep this on the on his feet, uh, Blood Diamond seems to be just a more talented and better overall striker. So if they can keep this on the feet, the advantage goes to him for sure. And um, might be worth sprinkling some cash on him because he comes in at the plus 150. Um, and like you said, Mikey, his takedown defense combined with Orion always going for a lot of takedowns um, that could make for a stand-up fight. And Blood Diamond seems to have the, um, the advantage in striking. Uh, the next fight, Nic- Nicolay Neg- Negum right now i'm sorry i butchered that versus ihor potiera this could be an instance where again we take the ukrainian fighter because that paid off for us last week uh we talked about that um jeff what do you think about this fight yeah i'm gonna go with that because i don't know much else about this fight but hey it worked last weekend i faded it and it still beat my ass so fuck it i'm going with it yeah we'll take ihor uh mikey you know anything I'm the same way. And uh, is this one canceled or is it like, cause it's like doing that weird thing where when you look it up for the card, you see how Ehor's like in gray, like, is this oh. one even happening? Oh, it might be canceled. Yeah. Yeah. All this right, one might right. be another we'll, cancellation. Yeah. We'll throw that on the back burner. Cause uh, who knows then Um, next fight, Jocelyn, Jocelyn Edwards versus Gion uh, Kim. I don't know anything about G but I know about Jocelyn Edwards. Um, She's pretty ferocious. Um, she threw up kind of a boring fight last fight, so hopefully she can. I mean, it doesn't really matter if it's boring; it's about getting the win. So, I mean, hopefully for our sake as fans, she throws um, a little bit more of an interesting fight than last time. But uh, Jeff, do you know anything about this fight? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a pretty decent fight. I still expect it to go to distance, but it will be decent fight nonetheless. It's, they both have significant striking and. Both are pretty well adapted on the ground too, surprisingly. Yeah. Um Edward Edwards has pretty significantly higher significant stride accuracy. She's got sixty three point two two percent. And um Kim's is only thirty nine point seven two percent. And then Kim doesn't seem to really look for takedowns as much, whereas Jocelyn Edwards averages about 0.25 takedown average. And um so this might be a stand-up fight, and if that's the case, uh, Jocelyn has a lot more accuracy, but Kim does have a two-inch reach advantage, so it's going to be an interesting fight to uh, nevertheless. Uh, Mikey, you got anything on this one? 
Yeah, I mean, it should be a good one to fight or to watch for Edwards, too. It's always good watching someone who's 26 come in, try to get their third UFC win. This is third seems like to be like the pinnacle where they start taking off after that. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully hopefully she can get a win and get some momentum going because that'd be really fun to watch. Um, next fight coming up is the uh, Michael Morales versus Adam Fugit. Fugit. Uh, yeah, you're Nicholas there, bud. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> You were let her off being canceled for sure. Oh yeah, dude. I know that. I was that was about to be bad. Um <laughs> Michael Morales is yeah, versus we'll just call him Adam F. Uh yeah, what do you guys know about this fight? <laughs> we broke Jeff. Oh uh, yeah, Michael Morales, he's an absolute hammer, dude. He destroys people. 13 and 0, 10 wins by TKO, an absolute dog. A dog for sure. Uh, so, yeah, Michael, I'm you... definitely expecting a knockout here. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So we'll take Michael Morales by KO. That that seems like a good bet to take. Uh, Mikey, what do you think about that? Yeah, I'm riding that, too. I mean, he just came out. He just knocked out Trevin Giles, and Trevin Giles' last loss before that was to Dreykus. So, I mean, he's not knocking off their fucking slumps either. Well, there you go. So let me write this down so we can keep track of it. But um, so far, we'll take – I think the family play is Morales by uh, KO. Um, next fight, uh, Drakkar, sick first name, Close versus Rafa Garcia. I, I don't know any of these guys. Um, Jeff, do you know anything about them? Uh, yeah, not too much. Um, um, yeah, not much, honestly. Mikey? Nah, I just remember a couple of Drakkar's fights, but I really can't remember much other than that. I know he fought like Bobby Green and Thea Casey, but I don't remember much more than that. Alrighty, we'll go through. Uh, next fight, Dontail Mays versus Hamdi Abdul Wahab. You know anything about these guys? This motherfucker, Dontail Mays. This, I would say this is a fight to watch, so for sure, with him fighting. Last card he was on with Derek, he won and then called Derek out. Derek, Derek Lewis? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And his, his fight interview was saying he was the best heavyweight on the card and he would fight him today if he could. This is like right after the fight. Oh, shit. All right. Well, maybe he'll call him out again if he gets a dub. Uh, Jeff, you know anything about him? Yeah, not much, but I'm liking it, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, and he wears a big-ass Rampage Jackson chain after the fight, too. So I, I'm keeping an eye out for him for sure, All right, at least yeah. for a post-fight interview. Yeah, no, th this card could be uh, pretty great. Well, we got Derek Lewis, who gives just some amazing post-fight interviews. He's got the classic... Uh, gotta take a shit my balls are hot stuff like that <laughs> classic classic interview stuff so yeah i'm hoping he gets a dub just for the interview um next fight drew dober versus rafael alvis um I don't, drew dober looks like a ken doll that's pretty I, i've never seen that before <laughs> um jeff what do you what, do you know anything about these guys yeah drew dober even though he looks like a ken doll he's kind of a dog him and Terrence McKenney fucking swinging for defenses, and he ended up rocking him and knocking him out. And, I mean, Terrence, he's got the potential to be a top lightweight one day. Mm. He's a huge lightweight, and he knocked him out. I'm liking Drew Dover in this one. Yeah, that, that seems like um, a pretty good pick. Uh, Mikey, what do you, who do you like in this fight? Yeah, I'm riding Drew Dover too. He uh like Jeff said, knocked Terrence McKenney out and he took I mean he took Islam the distance too. I mean that's saying something. He's been flat out finishing fucking everyone. So 
save right. something for him. Yeah, lock it in. We'll make it a family play. The Drew Dober money line, I think, is what we'll take it. Even though he's minus 170, we can, you know, maybe we'll parlay him with something else or just take it on the money line. Um, Next up, come and fight is Alex Morano versus Matthew Semmelsberger. Um, I've heard of Semmelsberger. I've never heard of Morano. Um, Jeff, do you, have you heard of these guys? Do you know anything about them? Uh, yeah, I'm in the same boat as you. I've heard of Semmelsberger. Um, I definitely watched his last fight. It was on the last Ankolev card. And then he also won on the Volkanovski card. So I've definitely seen him fight, but I honestly can't recall him. <laughs> yeah, um, Mikey. Even though he has a knockout. and Oh, yeah, I did remember that one. Two of he them bitches. A dude in 15 seconds. All right, I don't remember that. Uh, Mikey, do you remember that? Yeah, uh, he has two. Apparently, he's like the he's like one of like two fighters to only to have uh, yeah. two knockouts in 15 seconds or under. Oh, shit. Yeah, and he's right. from this Maryland, so I'm riding. Him. Yeah, well, all right. Oh yeah, that was play. the early prelim one. I was fucking cooking, and of course, I missed it. I was sick as shit. <laughs> Dude, and catch these guys' nicknames. I was reading this this morning. Alex Morano, the Great White, versus. Fucking Smellsburger, semi the fucking Jedi. What oh, two shit. sweet fucking nicknames. Those, those, those are pretty great nicknames. Dang. Um, yeah, all right. We'll take we'll make that a family play. We'll grab uh Semmelsberger on the money line. Um maybe maybe parlay that with Dober money line just because a little favorites parlay. That could be fun. Um, next fight coming up. We I've heard of this guy, Muhammad Muhammad or sorry, Magomed Ankalaya versus Anthony Smith. Um Jeff, you were talking. Be- we were talking beforehand. This one could be a little bit um, boring, as Ankalaev's fights tend to be pretty boring because he's very grappling heavy. Um, I'm a big fan of Anthony Smith, but he comes in at a plus four hundred favorite. Do you think he can get it done? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Ankalaev is just going. I don't know. I feel like he's going to control him the whole fight, but Anthony Smith. For plus four hundred, that is pretty damn good value. But I really think Ankalaya is going to win, and it's going to be a long drawn out by distance. Ankalaya win, just like the Tiago Santos fight. Yeah, I'm and not- this can definitely be a number one contender fight for this uh, what you call it light heavyweight division. This is like what everything's waiting for. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, I'm really hoping hoping Anthony Smith can pull it out, but. Yeah, like you said, he uh, Uncle Live is just such a good controller. Like, it's gonna be hard. Anthony Smith is gonna need like a little pocket of space just to get him. But um, yeah, Mikey, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, I'm with you, Max. I'm pulling for Anthony Smith because I'm tired of fucking Dana White's KGB bullshit. Like, yeah. this is ridiculous. <laughs> How can another fucking Dagestani come in and run a division? I just don't get it. I read this morning this guy went to Dagestan State University. Whoa. That is fucking bullshit. That is absolute <laughs> bullshit. I'm telling you guys. I want fucking, I want like checks. Like whoever is like 51% shareholder, I think it's like the Endeavor group or whoever. I want them check. I think they're funding the UFC and these fucking state universities. This is all bullshit. That's hilarious. So yeah, Anthony yeah, so Smith for sure. Yeah, so Anthony Smith for sure, because, you know, fuck the KGB, of course. Um, yeah, that, <laughs> I'm sure that'll put us on a watch list, but that's fine. We only have, like, one. We somehow have a listener in Russia. It must have been a bot, but we did have one listen in Russia. So if you're listening to that, um, don't snitch on us. Uh, but, yeah, no, that's going to be – I uh, yeah, no, um, 
hopefully Anthony Smith can pull it out because I'm just really not that huge of a fan of Ankalaev. Like he's just a very boring fighter. He's very controlling and just a lot of grappling. And yeah, I'm sure I'll get shit for not liking grappling, but I'm just not a huge fan of it. I like to watch a lot of, you know, stand and bangs. Um, next fight, uh, Alexandre Pantoja versus Alex Perez. Um, I'll be honest. I don't know either of these guys, even though I probably should, uh, Jeff, do you know these guys? Yeah, Pantoja is an absolute dog. I mean, he's in the flyweight division, so he doesn't get enough buzz as he should. Mm-hmm. But freaking, he's an absolute animal. He's gone to some wars with some absolute killers too. He's fought after his only losses are to Asper Askarov, Davidson Figueredo, and Dustin Ortiz, and that was a while ago. That's his only losses in UFC. He's an absolute animal. And he's beaten some absolute animals like Man- Matt Schnell, Manel Kopp, and Brandon Royval. And he, I really like him on the ground. He's very good control grappler. He's kind of, I don't know how to explain him. Like his jujitsu is really good, but he can control. He really goes to distance a while like uh, Al Jermaine. Mm. Yeah, uh, Mikey? Yeah, I agree. And he's sharp everywhere. It's really impressive, too, that his wins that he's made someone tap, he outstrikes them beforehand, too. Like, he's just good all around. Yeah. I th- I think we're going to see another case of the rust, too. Alex Perez is, like, almost on two years of not fighting. And as of late, that is not proven good for yeah. fucking anyone. So, right. I think we'll see another case of that. All right. Let's throw – should we make – should we throw Pantosian and make it a, a three-leg parlay with um Drew Dober? And uh, Semmelsberger as well. Make it a little three-way favorites parlay. Just a little Mm -hmm. something to get excited for. Fuck it, why not? Because I got a good one coming up here. Yeah, I'm taking Derek Lewis. total opposite. Yeah, we're taking. Dude, I'm taking the three-way fucking dogs coming up, boy. I am too, I think. I I was just going to say, I think I will. Oh, maybe. I don't know if I'm going to grab Pena, actually. Oh, I'm not. I'm taking Pena. All right, we'll get into that later. Um, next fight, this is going to be a fight that I'm like, well, actually, the next three fights are very, very exciting. So I'm equally yeah. excited for all three, I'd say. But Derek Lewis versus Sergey Pavlovich. God, I fucking love Derek Lewis. Um, he's just the <laughs> fucking best. I'm, I'm taking him. Um, I'm going to take him straight up on the money line, and then I'm also going to sprinkle him into a parlay. Um, yeah, he's just he's just the fucking beast. Um, I love him very much. I love watching him. Uh, Jeff, what do you what do you think about this fight? Yeah, Derek Lewis is the fighter who got me into fighting. He's yeah. an absolute, like, he's the best. You yeah. can't not like him. He's so fucking hilarious. And he's got the <laughs> coolest fucking, like, KO thing where he fucking slams. Dude, yeah. that is the coolest shit ever. If I was a fighter, I I mean, I wouldn't copy it, but I would fucking think about it for sure. Um, It's just yeah. so sick. Yeah. And he's uh, the fucking, he's got the greatest finishes. He has the most of them. Mm. I mean... There's nothing to not love about him. He's he's in the fucking heavyweight division, fucking the greatest division of all time, no matter the combat sport. Yep. I mean, it's fucking, it's Derek Lewis. What's not to love? And then he's fighting another standing banger. (laughs) Dude, it's going to be a fucking, it's going to be a great one. I'm honestly scared for Derek because, I mean, as we saw in that tie fight, he kind of got his shit rocked. Once he gets hit, he's kind of done. 
Yeah. And he, he's not been taking <laughs> taking shots well later in these years. And it might be the end of the road for Derek, even though I love him so. But I really think Derek is going to go out there and just like the uh, Dawkins fight, just batter him in the first round. It's going to be going out there. And just You're going to see fucking two absolute animals go at it, dude. It's going to so be phenomenal. I'm so excited. Uh, Mikey, what do you think about this? Yeah, I think knockout in the first round. I'm not saying it's going to be Derek, though, but I think a knockout in the first round. I think it should really just be a pick em. Like, I don't know. They're just going to be fucking hands flying. It's going to be chaos. I mean, who knows? Derek probably could win if he wanted to grapple because grappling didn't look too bad before he got knocked out by Ty. But no, that won't be the case. So I I think a pick em first round knockout. All right. Um, okay, so maybe I'll, we'll take that. Uh, I'm sure there's probably not great odds on I'm that. I'm taking my boy Derek. But also, there is the kind of – he's been on a rough streak in Texas recently. The Cyril Gaon fight, that was in Texas. Ty was in Texas, and now this one's in Texas. It's his hometown. He kind of doesn't do good under pressure, honestly. Are we thinking if he loses, this is it for him? It's not a retirement, but headed towards the end of the road? Yeah, I mean, if he loses, I, I don't see why he doesn't retire. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I mean, I mean that that's of... a lot. He's wa- he's lost a knockout to what? That would have been seven times. That's yeah. not good for a heavyweight at all. No, yeah, you don't. It's not worth taking all that extra damage. And he's fucking phenomenal outside of UFC. I can definitely see different avenues. The UFC would definitely love to keep him around. Yeah, yeah, he'll be he'll be just fine. Um, yeah. So, I'm I'm gonna take Derek on the money line, and then maybe we'll 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 also grab that fight to not go the distance or. Um, or wait, is there a prop? We'll find either the prop of uh K first round K or uh a KO or to not go the distance, either one um, as well. And then the next fight we have is Brandon Moreno versus Kai Car France. Um, I'm liking Car France in this position, even though Moreno is an absolute killer, um, just so technical, like a pretty perfect looking fighter. Um, I just, I, I like, I'm, I'm going to root for Car France in this. Uh, Jeff, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I definitely am going the same with you. Car France is just so fucking exciting, dude. He brings something that fucking flyweight division hasn't had in a while since, like, I don't even know, like a young Demetrius Johnson, dude. He fucking rocks people. I mean, Figueredo had it too, but I don't know if it's to this point. And Car France has a huge fucking, he has a huge fan base, honestly. He probably has the biggest, I mean, Moreno's huge just because he's the first Mexican champion, but Carl France, I mean, they, those people in fucking Columbus went crazy for a guy from fucking New Zealand. Like, mm-hmm. he's just so fucking likable. There's nothing to not like about him. He's like a mini Derek Lewis. Exactly. Also, he had that. And then sick... he put on that fucking crazy performance on fucking Cody Garbrandt. That's exactly what I was just oh going to say. God, dude. I don't like Cody Garbrandt at all. And I was so fucking excited to watch Car Friends knock his ass out. And he hit him. Dude, he was like stunning him every time he hit. And they had him running around the ring and he fucking caught him. It was so dope. Um, yeah, that was when I really, really uh, started really liking Car Fronts. Um, uh, Mikey, what do you think about this one? Um, 
it's going to be my bold, probably shitty, not hit pick of the night. But I'm going to say if Car France can block all of fucking, I mean, not all, but majority of Marino's takedowns, which he did versus Askarov. So I think Askarov went like two for 14. I think we might see the first person to finish Marino with a knockout. If they stand and bang, I think it's very fucking possible. And Marino's got, yeah, and Marino's got one of the best chins in the UFC, but I think it's possible we see it. Oh, that would be so awesome. Um, yeah, it's. I'm just so excited for this fight. Moreno is amazing in his own right, and he he's a deserved favorite for sure. Um, I'm just really excited to see how Car France t- uh, does in his test. And then the final fight, arguably the most exciting fight, Juliana Pena versus Amanda Nunes. Um, I think everyone remembers where they were when Nunes lost. I just didn't think it was going to happen. Um, I actually took Pena just because the odds were so crazy against her that I was like, well, I'm going to chuck some cash on that for sure. And I was shocked when it paid off. I kind of thought I was I was accounting for me losing that money. Um, yeah, it, I think really Nunez just didn't take Pena, Pena seriously. She said that herself, so that's not a hot take or anything. But um, this time she's going to be locked in, and I really like her in this spot. Um, Jeff, I think I know you disagree, though. How come? Yeah, I think just. I mean, I'm gonna fall back on the stat till it proves me wrong. But the champion in the immediate rematch, undefeated since '02. I mean, oh. you can't go against it. Fair. Literally every time they get the immediate rematch, and I think it has to do with something like that. Especially when the champion doesn't feel like they're the champion, so they got something to prove even while they actually have the belt. Like, Juliana Pena doesn't feel like she has the belt right now. So now she's got something to prove, and she's going to prove it like she did last time. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I want to point out is that after that fight, Pena had way more damage than Nunez, even though, like, um, she obviously got submitted. But Pena – or Nunez was piecing up Pena. Like, she – her face was beat up, and Nunez didn't look beat up at all. She just gave her back quickly and got ta- and just didn't seem to be taking her all too seriously. I think um, if Nunez takes her seriously this time, I, I don't know. I-, I believe in her. But that stat is a good stat, and it's an important stat because that's the stuff you got to look for when you're bet- being a sharp better. So that's a good point. Um, Mikey, what do-, what do you think about that? Do you think uh, Nunez can pull this one off? I, yeah, I think she does. I think, uh, like lucky resiliency doesn't get you two wins in a row and i think that's kind of what we saw because the first round it felt like there was like three i'm not gonna say four times maybe two or three where nunez should have finished there there was like yeah. a guillotine she slipped out of i thought she was gonna tko her at one point but she got her pinned down swinging on her i think she just missed a couple golden opportunities and i i don't see a man in nunez doing that twice yeah I oh no know. i i don't know i think that chin on juliana it just it gets past past Nunez's fucking crazy first round striking like that she pretty much gotten her here. And now Nunez is in a different gym. That shit never works out, especially when they start training on their own. Like she left fucking top team and went to just started training on her own. Like that shit doesn't work. I don't see it working out for Nunez, honestly. I'm loving Juliana Pena. All right, so this is good. We have a divide. Um, okay, so I'll write it down. Uh, Jeff, you wanted to t- we'll take you take Pena, and we're gonna take uh, Nunez. So what I was thinking, I'm gonna take a Derek Lewis, Car France, Nunez parlay, and 
Um, you'll t- and then you're going to probably take the Pena. The dogs are barking. There you go. The dogs <laughs> are barking. Dogs, parlay. Baby. Ben, well, then, who's who's the dog for Derek and Sergi? Derek is. Oh, is he? Yeah. Derek is a plus he's one ten absolute, Yeah, he's an absolute animal. Yes. Yeah, I, he's I got like be, ten finishes in the first round. Yes, yeah, I thought it would be hometown Derek with a slight favorite. Well, as Jeff pointed out, he obviously he apparently doesn't do great in his hometown, so maybe that's yeah. an aspect of it. Um, but yeah, this is just gonna be a fucking banger card. Um, I'm so excited for this, and yeah, we have um another interview with another fighter coming out. Um, in the future, so be a, be on the lookout for that. But thank you guys for coming on. Let's fucking make some money. And yeah, we love you all for listening. And uh, thank you.